You are listening to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss our RC adventures. If you're new to park flying, then thanks for joining us. And if you're already a pro, then welcome back. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of the new RC Flyer. Join your hosts, Michael and Jay, as they take flight at the park. Now on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast. I'm here with my uh, co-host, Jay. And this is Michael, and today we're uh, out here at the Electric Festival. That's right, I think it's the 13th annual it Electric is a, Festival here. It is the 13th. A little chilly today, a little windy, but it uh, doesn't seem to be so bad. Got a lot of uh, pilots coming in here, a lot of vendors uh, that are down the vendor line. Uh, but it looks like a all-around good day of flying, a little windy. It's a little windy today. It's a little... Uh, it's a little a little bit more than usual, but nothing nothing too bad, uh, like from where I fly in uh, in Alaska. So I think it's going to be a good day. Yeah, it shouldn't be too bad. We, uh, we're going to be able to uh, talk to some of the guys down the flight line, look at some of the airplanes. Keep and you guys there are a lot the, here. Uh, oh, yeah. And they're varied, and they look beautiful, and I can't wait to talk to everybody. Yeah, it's going to be uh, amazing. There's some really, really good-looking models here this year. And, and the part that I like about the Electric Festival is that there's every type of plane that you can imagine. And they're from finished products, you know, from kits. And then there's a lot of scratch kit built kits. There's foamies. There's everything here. Yeah, that's true. The, a lot of the new kits that are coming out are uh, pretty amazing. Uh, we have Motion RC Hell here. Hell yeah! We're going to go talk to Yay. these guys about uh, their new uh, A10 release that's just coming out. Folks, I think it looks gorgeous. As it is amazing. Air Force guy, I could tell you, the detail on this plane is crazy it's yeah. it's gorgeous it is amazing so they've got a whole line i think pretty much all their toys are out uh looks like the um 3d hobby shop guys are here as well and in fact here he comes flying by is that the uh turbo beaver it is yes it turbo is turbo beaver, beaver. Yeah. Uh, once again i'm from alaska i've seen a lot of beavers and another fly like that <laughs> <laughs> inverted, pass inverted two passes feet. and uh, doing rolling circles <laughs> I, I don't think any are, are doing that no i haven't seen any like that as well so and very impressive uh, i know i love watching those guys fly uh, they have a lot of their toys down. We'll go. Golly, uh, talk look to at that! He's like five feet off the ground. It that is, is awesome. Yeah, that's crazy for a turbo beaver. I don't and think this airplane's big too. Yeah, it's, it's not big. small. Yeah, and I, I could say that he uh, he probably has more than an hour or two on the sticks. <laughs> he's not new by any no, chance, no, so. not not by any means. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So, all right. Well, uh, we're going to uh, walk around. We'll uh, give some uh, some interviews and talk to some of these guys. That's and, right. Uh, so, what do you say we go down the flight line? Let's let's do that. All right. Great. Well, uh, hey, Jade, our uh, first uh, guest today is uh, Shannon. He is our uh, contest director for the Electric Festival. Uh, we just got a chance to yank him off the line. He's a busy guy today, but we figured we'd do an interview with him before uh, everything got too busy. Well, thanks yeah, for we giving us five it. minutes or so. To, I know you're super busy out Not here. Not a problem. I'm and i got to say, I, I want to know, how long does it take you to get you know coordinate all of this and get it going? Like, When do you start? Well, we start about April. Last year. Believe it or not, last year. So uh, last year, this event was uh, about a week later in the year. Took the month of March off. And about April, we start looking at things. Okay, what, what week's going to work the following year? Uh, we start getting together uh, vendors. We start getting together the prizes and things like that. So we start, you know, I start shopping for prizes for our pilot raffle. One of the things our event is known for is a, a, a pilot raffle where pretty much every pilot walks away with something. And usually it's, it's more than And I will tell you, I've been, I've been here yeah, about two, years. two, two three yeah. years. And the thing that really impressed me the most was the fact that 
well, everybody gets a prize. Everybody, you know, it's almost like the uh, everybody gets a partic- participation award. Yeah, but trophy. that's great. You come out here and for the for the price, which is quite reasonable for for your for the landing fees. Yeah, we for so, for three days, you get all this flying, you, you know, entertainment watching the camaraderie of other modelers. On top of that, you know, uh, last year pizza party plus the prizes or raffle, and then plus you you get a greeting gift as well. It's fantastic. Yeah, because we you know we think this is one of the, the best RC events in the in the country. Uh, it's varied in size over the years. In the past, we had kind of more corporate sponsorship, right. uh, but you know the hobby business it, it ebbs and flows. Sure. Uh, we've kind of right sized it. I think uh, we're still able to give the, the things that this this event's known for: the, a great flying field, a great selection of vendors, great food, and great fun. That's the, you know that camaraderie. And that's I really, the biggest I really, thing. I will say that this is a really friendly group of guys that you have out here as well as all right. your staff that's here, your volunteers, and just the people who come. Everybody's in a good mood. I, I don't think I've met one grumpy guy. I'm a grumpy guy. Okay. You are, but uh, you, don't, you can't be grumpy around these people. It's just because I'm old. <laughs> I might be if the weather gets any worse. <laughs> no, I, I have to say that the registration on, the online registration has been really, that's really easy nice. to do. That is so nice to come and already have everything done. Those of us that you know don't do the online res, uh, registration and just show up, it's very easy. Sign up, pay your money, good to go, get a little pilot packet, the whole deal. I'm I'm just really impressed with how smooth things have operated both uh, for the, the last two or three years that we've been we've been able to come. Okay, I appreciate that. Yeah, we really take a lot of time and after the event we always sit down with my staff and, and have a, a meeting as to hey what worked and what can we change. Right. So you know we actually made quite a few changes. Um uh, last year we had a little uh, incident during flying. Yeah, so we, we tell you, yeah, we were here, we were for, here that. for that. Yeah, and uh, everyone was okay. Yeah. Everyone survived, but uh, you know it was a scary thing. It was the one thing I really wasn't uh, mentally prepared for. Right. I was, you know, I had, I'm a pretty prepared guy for as you guys have said, but uh, that really kind of scared me. And so we made some changes how the flying setup is this year as a result of that. Uh, our the club, uh, Arizona Model Aviators, we went ahead and we actually invested in more of a better. Uh, first aid kits. We had more of the stuff that would be needed for an injury like that. So, yeah. So we definitely take that. You know, take all of the what happens into consideration and put it into play. The next yeah, year. not to relive what happened, but uh, last year was pretty impressive how everybody kind of kicked in and got the thing situated. It, yeah. it was it was a a very uh, coordinated effort, and, and we applaud you for that. It was just great. Well, thank you. Yeah, it wasn't that part wasn't me. I had some great first responders that just were part of the event. Uh, one of my best friends uh, was a retired police officer. You knew first aid. He was one of the first persons to jump in, in there. Another guy, really good friend of mine, jumped in there and uh, just took care of it, the situation. Uh, the medics were out here pretty quickly. So, uh, and actually, the the girl that was that was injured, she actually was back out the next day. Yeah, you know, right. her family's uh, one of the vendors, and and they all participate in fly. So it was great to see them come back out. Well, we saw her just uh, walking around the flight line. I think she was, yeah. she's back this year. Yep. She has a smile so, on her face. Yeah, she did. So she went too, man. So how did you come about? for the Arizona, because this is your 13th year, right? Yes, this is the 13th year. Um, it was started by a couple of different people many years down the road, and over the years, there's been different contest directors. Uh, this is my second year as a contest director. I've been in the hobby off and on for 30-some years. Wow. I don't look that old. But <laughs> <laughs> I feel that old. I've been coming up for about five or six years uh, solid. As, I, as the opportunity came about, I said, hey, you know, uh, help out with something. So I helped out with the vendors one year. Set up all the vendors, and everyone's like, hey, you did a good job with that. And then uh, did another year, kind of did a little better job, and then I was like, you know what? You might be the next person we want to run this thing. So kind of took the reins and uh, 
just I, I really enjoy it. I, put, it's, I mean, my, my heart is really into this thing. I hope you guys can tell. I can tell. And we both been uh, members of other clubs. Right. And it was one of those things after I came down here and saw what you guys were able to do. I went back to my club and I was like, hey, guys, I've been down south. And <laughs> these guys put on a kick-ass show. Right. And, and I'm, I'm assuming that the money that you guys collect goes into paying for the field and maintenance and upkeep and other improvements that you do to the site here. Yes. Uh, our field here, Arizona Molly Amir's uh, Superstition Field, you know, we've got an 800-foot paved runway. Uh, we're actually, we just resealed it in the springs. I don't know if you guys remember, it was kind of had a dirt, different color to it yeah, last it year. Yeah, so it's actually, it's, you know, it's real nice and smooth now. Uh, but we're getting to that point where we actually have to resurface it kind of from, not totally tear it up, but we have to kind of level it out and then resurface it. And that's about 50 grand. Woo! So we have a runway fund going, and the vast majority of any money we, we earn from this event pretty much goes to that runway fund. Oh. So, you know, all of us that work here, we're all volunteers. You know, we're doing this on our own free time. Everything we get, you know, from the vendors goes to the pilot raffle. You know, what the pilots pay to get in is basically just to kind of cover uh, our, our expenses and then the parking from our from the spectators, which we hope to have a, a large crowd this year. We had a huge crowd last right. year. Yeah, 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 it was beautiful, big. Beautiful days. All that goes to it. You know, and, and the flying. The people come out to see the flying. They come out for the vendors for the food. I, I was quite amazed by uh, the amount of spectators that came out last year. And I would talk to him because I'd think, okay, are you a family member of somebody who has this affliction or <laughs> illness of RC <laughs> Yeah, the sickness. Yeah. And um, a lot of them were I was driving along, along the highway, yep. and I yep. saw some a bunch of model airplanes. I saw some planes, and I saw the sign out there. So I just came in with my family. Yeah. We're out for a Saturday or Sunday drive. Yeah, this is kind of like a, a recreational area. We're in like a county park, basically, uh, uh, where we get the retention basin of it. And there's other, there's a shooting range not too far away. There's a nature park. Yeah, I, I would say away. about 20% of the people I talked to were just yeah. driving by, just came over to see what was going on, ended up hanging out for like two or three hours, got something to eat, and yeah. just sat yeah. in the stands and just watched. Yeah, we get lots of people that every year they come out and bring their lawn chairs, sit up along the fence, and and just enjoy. We put, you know we put on a great noon show. That's that's kind of like my uh, my favorite part of it is putting together that noon show. I love you know I'm into music and I love, you know the movies, so I, I I put together a soundtrack. You know for all of the events we have, we've got you know, the Warbird gaggles. We've got this year we've got EF1 racing demo. We're gonna have a quad racing demo. Because as you know, quad racing is is like yeah, that's the been bomb right on. now. It's on ESPN, and yeah, it's huge. Uh, so we've got all these things that we like to you know kind of set the music and make it a show. And I just really you know you know I, as a kid growing up, I went to you know every air show I could possibly go to. Now I'm running my own. There you go. <laughs> Doesn't get nothing wrong with that. I don't think. Yeah. Well, like I said, Shannon, that's really what helps make this event I think so successful because you can come out just as a pilot or as a spectator. And there's something here for everybody because I enjoy, like I said, the Warbird gaggle. I love, uh, like, the slow stick fighting uh, 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 that's kind of developed and turned into a it's, – it's a lot of fun just to watch a little oh, yeah. furball of guys flying slow sticks. Just all the little different events that you have or people coming out and showcasing or even better, like my wallet is burning. Yeah, no doubt. All, this, all, all the, the sponsors coming out here. here and they showcase their planes. And then, of course, I get to go walk down, talk to the guys, yep. and – you know, get get relieved of some of my hard earned money. So yeah, yeah, we we work really hard with this with getting the sponsors out here. Uh, they're they're kind of the bread and butter that helps you know bring out even more of the of the RC community because they you know they'll come out here and, and they spend that money. You know, it's cyclical. If if they don't if these guys aren't selling things, they're not going to be here. We're not going to have good planes to you know to fly, and uh, it it all works together. So well, you, you've done a great job. We've we've been impressed, and uh, we continue to come back. I think it's. Uh, 
it's been a great time for us uh, both, you know, as many times as we've come. It's been a great time. Yeah, well, we we definitely appreciate you welcoming with the open arms, and we're hoping to keep keep this going as as long as I, you know, feel like I can keep this thing going. <laughs> uh, it's, it's it's a beautiful field too, by the way. I it I uh, I've flown at a lot of different fields, and this this one has to pretty no much bears. be the top. No, no bears for you or moose or moose, so, and yeah. uh, it's it's been it, it looks great. It's very organized. It's got some. Uh, you know, really good scenery in the back for flying. So yeah, we we got coyotes though. I don't know if you guys heard well, the coyotes we baying earlier. They were yeah. they were barking and baying. And they hang out of my house to... actually. So. <laughs> oh yeah, you're not. I'm that not that far away. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, we uh, we'll let you get back to contest directing, but we do appreciate you taking yes, a few minutes of your so. time. Oh and, well, thank uh, you for having me. This has been a great to to share yeah. this event. I, I love it so much, and uh, we just want you know the next year if you're if you're in the valley. Uh, come out as a spectator, come out as a pilot, and, uh, and, and just enjoy what we have to offer here at the uh, Arizona Electric. Now, Festival. do you have a date for next year as well? Uh, you know, I haven't looked at a date just yet. Uh, like I said, about nine months we start start looking at that. Uh, we've we've moved this from January, where it had been for many many years, into February. Uh, weather was right. the was the main concern, and just there, you know, there's there's so many sporting events that you don't want to run right. into. You know, I don't want to bump into the Super Bowl. I don't want to bump into uh, the Pro Bowl, or who knows what else it was. Uh, and I'm, I'm a big NASCAR fan, and I can't. I, I you know, I was like, oh, we can do it next weekend. Nope, Daytona 500. <laughs> Sorry, you can't lose that. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, we know that. But uh, so you know, some sometime you know, the middle to end of February, I'm guessing. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah, well, we'll keep it on. For. And you can go on RC groups, I think. And yes, we are all over social media, so we're on RC groups. We have uh, Arizona Model Aviators always has a a, a uh, form in the clubs section. Uh, we get a special event uh, form about three or four months before the event, which we have going right now. Uh, we're on RC Flight Deck. Right. Uh, we uh, we have a, a couple of places there. We're on uh, Facebook. I tweet once in a while, but uh, we've got a big big presence on Facebook. So those are all the, the areas. Fantastic. We Excellent. Yeah, well. we'll check that out and uh, definitely uh, tell our listeners to uh, to check it out as well. So we appreciate right. it. All right, Shannon. Well, Shannon, thank, thank you very thank much. Very much. Thank you very much. All right. Thank uh-huh. you. We appreciate well, it. Jay, I ran into uh, Tony from uh, Motion RC. I'm so excited. Are you? Yes. I, man, I, I'm telling you, I love this Motion RC stuff. And you know, the, the part that really is terrible, I don't own any Motion RC airplanes. Oh, well, I know we talk about it all the time in our podcast. Oh, my gosh. It's just We need amazing. to change that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do. And uh, the hard part is that there's so many good airplanes, I just don't know what to purchase. I mean, I, just about the time I get ready to pull the trigger, boom, it's they come out with something new. So. They, they aren't helping our affliction at all. I know, not at all. Well, Tony, welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast. Thank we you appreciate gentlemen. you stopping by Thanks and so much. Uh, and uh, and talking to us. And um, we were just over at your booth, and holy smokes, this A10 is amazing. It's phenomenal. I mean, if you're looking for probably the most scale A10 uh, ever produced in foam, that is it. Uh, by far the largest, um, 280 millimeter uh, power configuration, 1600 millimeter span. Uh, the robust landing gear with trailing links, which was specifically done for different surfaces. So you're talking about smooth runways. You're talking about grass fields. You're talking about dirt. I'm flying it off of dirt uh, out in the high desert at uh, outside Edwards Air Force Base in California, just beating it up, trying to purposely break the airplane, and it is just super, super fun. Wow. I, you know, we fly in the park, you know, obviously it's Park Flyer Podcast, but we, uh, we do a lot of grass stuff. Yeah. Uh, and we do have, you know, the availability to come out here, but uh, – yeah, I was looking for something that I could fly off grass, and this thing is uh, amazing. And it comes with uh, 
you set a, a two different power configurations? It, or does. it so does. So have an option, uh, right? it's going to be in an 80 millimeter power configuration, twin 80 millimeter or twin 90s. Oh, six screws yeah. to, un- to unbolt in the cells. Right. And then drop them in and run the wires up to the batteries, and there you go. You're well, set. We just, we just saw you fly this thing, and that was with the lower configuration. It's with the 80 millimeters. 80 setup. millimeters. Yeah. And uh, it kicks a little butt with those. It really smokes. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just it thinking, do you, want, do you need more power? Right. I have to question that. And, that's, and that's with the full ordnance package on for that flight. Right. So it really smokes quite along and uh, impressive looking in the air for sure. It does. Jay, this is America. We always need <laughs> it's more America. power. America. Power. Power, <laughs> yes. What's even really cool is the fact that we're flying it here in Arizona, here in Mesa, and to see the backdrop, you know, A-10s in Arizona, you know, in Davis Mountain, this is, yeah, this is a place true. to do it's it. Home. So, yeah, yeah, it's home. It's home, right? Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, that's amazing. Now, you brought some other products out here. What uh, what else do you have on so the flight So we also line? have the Flightline RC 1,600-millimeter uh, Spitfire. Uh, that's also uh, the first prototype airplane here we're demoing, and also the free-wing 80-millimeter Avanti S sport jet. Uh, all three of these airplanes are going to be available probably early April okay. time frame. So these are the prototypes we're flying, we're testing, we're bringing out to demo to show people what they're all about. Well, they are amazing. The Avanti, I think, was the one you flew earlier. Is that the red so, one? So, yeah. So uh, my buddy Vic flew the Avanti, and it is one sweet flying airplane. I'm not a sport jet fan, but I, I have fallen in love with this airplane. I uh, wow. flew it in about 20-mile-an-hour wind a couple of weeks ago and put a video up on YouTube, and it, it sold me. Uh, for a guy who not like sport jets, I already told him, put me down for a pre-order because I want one. It's right. just sort of the go-to jet. So it handles all types of wind conditions. Aerobatically, it's just phenomenal, lightweight, and impressive vertical. Uh, this thing will go like a rocket. So is it flying off a 6 or 8? It's flying off a 6. So you oh, can, really? You can use 4,000 6S, 4,000 Admiral Packs, or 4,000, uh, or excuse me, 5,000 6S Admiral Packs. And you move the battery maybe a quarter of an inch back with the 5,000 and right. rock solid. I don't really tell the difference. I can't feel a difference. <laughs> That's pretty amazing, actually. Yeah. yeah. Now, do all of the Motion RC fly off of the six cells, or do you, you, you don't have anything with an eight or ten cell? No, uh, we, not here. We don't. Okay. And uh, most of them are six cell or less. So, yeah. So, anyway, from your standard, you know, three, two, three cell, four cell back. Uh, but yeah, we've got a wide variety of free wing jets, as you can see down the floor. Yeah, they're they're yeah. amazing. They're they're all they're lined up. You can everything. see the the line of drool from, <laughs> just for me alone. Yeah, and it's actually there's a bunch down here on this. Yeah, end I mean, too, I, I, I was yeah. looking up and down the flight line. Yeah. It was an impressive to see how many motion products are here, and and even more impressive to see satisfied customers get to meet them, see their enthusiasm uh, for not only the products that they presently own, but for the new stuff that's coming. And we're all like big kids. Oh, we're just we're running from kids. ear to ear, <laughs> you yeah. think? You know, and, yeah. and every day I get to fly these wonderful airplanes, and it never gets old. You know, I, well, I, Mike and I were talking, and one of the things we were saying that with a lot of other manufacturers, it's the same product line for the past thirty years. It seems right, like, right you know, right. the same ugly stick or the same trainer aircraft, and that's maybe they changed, you know, the, the color, the colors. Right. You know, every other year that's a new, new. Yeah. Your stuff, I get excited every month or, you know, every six months, and you guys say, hey, here's something that's coming out, or here's a new product. I look at it, and I'm like, wow. I, the detail that's in the aircraft, I, I haven't seen many planes with this much detail. Yeah, no, there's, no, a lot, no. there's a lot of love in these airplanes because all of these folks are involved with the company, and I'm not even an employee of Motion. I'm a demo pilot, so I fly the products at my local field, and one of the guys who's involved in development said, hey, buddy. You're doing a great job flying. Would you like to test and evaluate our airplanes? And I said, absolutely, because I'm buying the product. So right. instead of the old right. days where you'd buy a lot of these airplanes and you'd have a servo go bad or retracts fail on you, 
said, I'd love to be involved in this if you want me to. And he said, absolutely. So that's what I do. I take them home. I ring them out on my unimproved runway. And I try to find the, the, the fail points in them. And they say, by the way, you may want to upgrade the servo here. You may want to look at a better strut that's or a better nice. retract. Because when I go to pre-order the thing, I want it to be rock solid. Because there's nothing more frustrating to go out and put your three or $400 down. You get the thing home, and all of a sudden, you've got a servo that's failed. Or you've got a retract not working. And, it's, and it still happens from time to time. But the failure rate on these airplanes is really, really small now. They spend an awful lot of time getting it right. And I'm so thankful for them to allow me to be a part of it because I'm a satisfied customer and I love to meet people who are also, you know, feeling the same way about these products because as a kid, you know, you, especially these young kids I get to meet at the field where they save their two or $300 and they go to buy a product years ago and all of a sudden they'd have it go bad on them and you just see the frustration in them. And I thought, this has got to stop. You know, because not everybody's got deep pockets to go out and buy every brand new product off the shelf. So uh, that's how I got involved. And then ever since then, my daughter and I have been supporting the company as a 24-year Air Force veteran. Uh, this is a veteran-owned company. And what I love about Motion RC is they're really customer-focused. If you ever call, you have a problem, they're right on top of it. And that's what it's all about because otherwise, I've watched people walk away from the hobby because they were frustrated with cheap products. It's true. Poor, that's so poor, true. Yeah, poor, that true. poor customer service. And uh, it's it's tragic to see that happen, and especially when I see young people get frustrated with that. So we try to mentor those young folks and the folks who spent their hard-earned money and uh, make sure that this is a good experience for all of us. Well, you do you guys do a good job, and obviously by the flight line, you can see that there's you know a lot of satisfied customers yeah. here. You're well represented <laughs> up here. Yeah, I, I would say there's more Motion RC airplanes on this field than probably other yeah. other manufacturers, and and it's tough too because Jay and I had a discussion just a couple of weeks ago about. You know, all the companies that have just kind of stayed in this this quagmire and eventually just shut their doors because no, nobody's interested anymore. And right. and the new products coming out, the, uh, the customer service at Motion RC supplies, uh, I'm, I'm hooked. I'm sold. I, I just I just have to wrap my head yeah. around not buying all of them at once yeah. versus. I fight that all the time. I'm, I'm a fan. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I get to test them before they're even, you know, yeah. public, but I just sit back. And, uh, you know, I can't say a lot because I'm involved in the early prototype sure. work. But inside, I'm like, boy, people are going to get super fired up about this. It's so exciting. Yeah. And uh, and there's there's at least 10 in development not right now in the pipeline. So, you know, we already know what's, what stuff just is Just to think, my poor daughter needs an operation. Well, <laughs> she's going to have to just suck it up. Yeah. yeah. Suck up. It, I'm sorry. Sorry, honey. It's exciting. The A-10, we'll go back to the A-10 for a minute. I mean, they sent me the CAD drawings about a year ago because I was an old A-10 maintainer. Right, right. Said, Tony, take a look at the CAD, go through this thing top to bottom, and tell us if we've got this thing right, shape-wise, you know, weapons, the whole nine yards. And so I did that, gave a little bit of feedback, and they've absolutely, as you said, they've nailed it. They, yep. They really have meticulously got it right. And uh, what I love about the foamies as well is that you can make them your own. So if the airplane shows up to your door and it's in a gray paint scheme and you want to go back to an old Euro, yep. Euro green scheme, exactly. Cold War, Break out the paints, the airbrush, right. and, and I, have and, I all. and I like what you did, you know, what you've done to yours. Yeah, and then you got Callie Graphics, who, who, you know, Callie's done a phenomenal job. She's an amazing lady. Yes, yeah, she is. Work. She's done some of your yeah, stuff. Yeah, some of my stuff. Yeah, so she goes out and she produces these wonderful decals for us, and the realism is just precedent. Yeah, it is amazing. Yeah, good stuff. That and I like that crazy. you can get parts too, right? Yeah, that's a big part of it, right? So you know. I'm not going to name out a particular company, but I, you know, I love to buy all products. You know, I'm just a fan right. of the hobby. Sure. And nothing worse than in getting excited, getting a product brand new to the door. You unbox it. You go to fly the thing, and within you know one or two flights, you have a problem with it. So then you go back out and you reach out to the company, and 
sure enough, there's no parts available. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, that, that container hasn't showed up, and you have right. every excuse in the world, and then another month passes, and it's still nothing. And then right. eventually, what do you do? Take it to the field and sell it for half of what you paid for just to right. get it out of your your hangar because right. you're just too frustrated looking at it anymore. Or you, you spend a lot of time tweaking it, trying to fix it and make it flyable, you know. And and that's that's no good, right? And, again, it's about keeping people in the hobby, keeping people right. satisfied. And, and excited. And having fun, right? right? Yep. Because let's be honest, it's it's – so many factors in this hobby that make the planes vulnerable. You got the electronics you have to deal with, you got the radios, right. you got the weather, you got your you know pilot skills, you got all kinds of things to deal with. So things are going to happen. Right. And there's nothing worse than trying to reach back to get something to get you back in the air and you're sitting around waiting forever. You know. So that's something that motion has done a phenomenal job of saying, let's let's be better at this. And it's it's still a challenge at times because you're at the mercy of stuff coming across the water and customs and there's delays here and there. Right. But they, by and large they try to mitigate those much. Well, they they do a good job. Tell us a little bit about this uh, F. What is the one that you were looking at? The uh, twin engine. Uh, F, oh, the uh, Tiger Cat. Tiger Cat. Tiger Cat. Yeah. Yeah. The Tiger Cat is pretty amazing. It's. it's I I was surprised how big that thing is. Yeah, I love it. I mean, I, I'm a, I'm like you, Tony. I, I'm a military guy. I mean, I I wasn't in the military. Jay was, but I love the military schemes. I love the military yes. jets. I love the military. You know the. World War II stuff is just slowly growing on me. But this thing is amazing. It's it is. it's large. It's twin engine. It is. Um, and it's not your, you know, you've seen twins like the P-38s have done over right, the years, right? right? And, uh, and the a P-51, only 50,000 of them made. Yeah, right. P-51 Corsair. But to, to see a new World War II era Warbird done yes. like that is fantastic. Yes. The Tiger Cat is the first one on the market. They've done an awesome job. It's a great flying engine. Um, yeah, uh, I, I'm a big fan. Big fan of them all, for sure. You got a gyrocopter flying yeah, in the background, that's, that's so distracting you know, us all. Do you, do you think we're big kids or what? Let's <laughs> yeah. stop in the middle of the interview and look exactly. over our shoulder to check out a gyrocopter. Right, exactly. You know? right in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> okay, stop right here. Oh, well, I, I had to point it out because uh, I got my. just one. got me. One. I, I bought him one. Nice. So the, the worst part about our affliction is I I buy more interesting things and yeah. and bring them over and, and when yeah. I come down like big kids we put it together and then we're trying to get it to fly and absolutely you know, yeah so that's the same thing I have that gyrocopter in here. Well, yeah, it's pretty fun. <laughs> weird and wild stuff is fun, right? It yep. is very wild. So. <laughs> anyway, back, 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 back to your product. Sorry about that. Back to Arizona. <laughs> yeah, back to our studio here. Um, well, uh, the uh, I think the new fish is it a fish bed? What, what's the fish new? Bed. So the Big Twenty One, the Big Twenty One yes. is new for you guys too. Yes. I think so. yeah, eighty millimeter fan in in that thing, and it is a really is a ninety millimeter airframe. It's a pretty big jet. It is pretty with, big with an eighty millimeter setup, but it's so light. That its performance is awesome. The vertical's great. The thing rolls like a drill. I mean, oh, you yeah. go to full full stick, it's just like a drill. Nice. It's impressive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I really dig that actually. Yeah, and what I love about what Motion and Free Wing are doing is they're they're doing uh, different stuff, right? I mean, not right. your standard cookie cutter type airplanes that nope. you see all the time. No, that's true. And uh, you know, it's they're taking a risk, right? I mean, you just never know with certain types of airplanes whether or not they'll sell. Right. And that's why the things like the Corsairs and the P-51s have been inundated the market for years because they're tried and true. You, you can't go wrong with a good P-51 Corsair. Right. But um, it's a stuff that's never been done that gets people excited. And what Freewing and Motion are doing is not only making cool products, but they fly good, right? Because I mean, that's you, the other, that's you the other half. Stuff that's the other and part And you of go, it. boy, it looks really cool. Well, how well is it going to fly? Right. right. And they are really good about making an airplane look right and fly right. And, and handle. So even for your intermediate pilots, and I've had some beginner pilots fly that MiG-21, and when you set the nice angle of attack on the approach and just feather a little bit about quarter power all the way to touchdown, she floats in beautifully. Huh. And it's a, you know, it's a small-winged airplane. It's a, yeah, it's, it's, uh, 
a Delta real, wing configuration, Delta right? Thing, right, right. Of, well, but uh, sweet flying airplane. I'll do uh, somewhere between 45 to 50, almost 60 degree high angle attack passes with the airplane on a nice calm day with maybe about four to five mile hour wind at, at max. And the airplane locks in at that angle of attack, and all I'm doing is ruddering the airplane and doing a full pattern, holding 50 degrees angle of attack, and the airplane locks in. Wonderful. Right. Now, and it doesn't does it have a gyro system on it? Not at all. Not at all. No. So, yeah. Yeah. Now, you could add one if you wanted Absolutely. to. Absolutely. Yeah. You bet yeah. you can. The amazing thing for these things, too, is that how many channels or how many, you know, options you have. You've got dual rudders. You've got dual flaps. Yeah. There's so many options on these things that, that come with it. Can you fly it with just a standard radio? That's all I do. And so as I'm flying all of my airplanes, I fly standard. I don't, I'm not a fan of gyros. Uh, okay. They're great for folks who are flying in windy conditions or maybe not comfortable with certain types of airplanes. It settles the, the aircraft down. Um, me, I'm old school. Sure. I grew up in the 70s and 80s, and so it was none of that stuff <laughs> Stick existed. wires and tubes. Yeah, exactly. That's all I need, you know, Sarge. Yeah, you know, every, every once in a while, I'll, I'll add some expo to my radio, but by and large. It's a big knob. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> click, click, click. But by and large, there's just something about I'm really old school. I just love to fly and feel the airplane. You feel every bump of the wind. You, you know where the stall is at and when it's coming. You can just feel what the airplane is right. doing, and that's – that's the best part about it because it never gets old. Um, I've flown some airplanes with gyros, and they're super rock solid and easy to fly. But i got a short attention span. I get bored real, real easy. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. i got to turn it off and go, okay, let's bring it out and put this thing out of control and really really nice. have a good time with it. And that's the beauty of the hobby is that uh, with the technology today, it opens it opens up wide for everybody, right? right. I mean, even the, tra- the early trainer stuff, or the trainer stuff that's available now with the recovery systems that are in them and the gyro yep, state. Right. Uh, I have a little that little UMX A10 for me flight, and I have a ball with that little thing. Right. You know, oh yeah, yeah it's got the UMX, fun. and I'll leave it on. Right. Okay, all right, we'll yeah. play the game and have fun with it. But um, I just love to see as we're looking down the fly line, just the variety of models that exist today. And what's great about the ready to fly stuff is it brings people in that that back in the old days would have never even attempted to build a kit. Right. Well, yeah, to chop down the tree, whittle, yeah. whittle it yeah. down. Exactly. I love I love building <laughs> kits and I and I'm I'm tickled to see some companies bringing balsa back and bringing some kits back. I mean, I know uh, Hobby King in particular has brought some stuff back, which is great. Um I think Motion's actually toying with the idea as well. So let's keep our fingers crossed. Uh, <laughs> never can't oh, tell. Yeah. Okay, Tony, I'm going to ask you out out of out of the inventory that Motion has now, mm. what's your favorite and why? Wow, I know, I know that's a hard question to it ask is, it because, is. like I said, the drool that I, I got my little spit cup, I can't decide. I, I got a, maybe a couple of favorites, but yeah, which one? Since you're flying them all the time, is the one that that you like the most? Yeah, uh, to be honest with you, I, I usually like. Um well, I'm an Air Force guy, 28-year Air Force veteran. So the A-10 right. that I'm currently flying, the prototype, right. is my favorite because I've dreamed of an A-10 like this model. Uh, in winning. order to fly something with that much scale detail, you're talking about you know the turbine jet world, right? Sure. Right. The Sky right. Masters and the high-end right. Mebos. Right. But right. Um, that has been the airplane I've been enjoying flying. Now, because I'm an Air Force guy, I've always had an affinity for Navy jets because I never got the opportunity to work around it very much. So I, I do love my A-6 Intruder very much. From free wing and also my free wing F fourteen Tomcat. Ooh, um, that's a yeah, nice airplane. Uh, that's just, what I like. Just love them. I mean, again, in order to have models like that back in the old days, they were ducted fan, they were heavy, they were fiberglass. So you had to be in a whole other world to even build something like that. So what these uh, what the foam has done for us is it's made these scale airplanes available to all of us, and so. Um, so hard to pick, though, isn't it? Uh, it is. I, <laughs> honestly, Tony, that's why I don't have one right now because you, you'd be surprised. If you went to my browser, it's nothing but Motion RC stuff. Yeah. I mean, I spend hours, you know, just – and I'll send 
emails and stuff. To, yeah, to he Jay ruins my I, day by sending me a YouTube. Hey, look at this. And yeah. then I look at another YouTube video. And then, you know, my wife comes home. Did you build that edition? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been, I've been busy watching videos from Mike. Yeah. Well, yeah and, and the hard part is I fell in love with the F-15. Yeah. I, because I, I'm an F-15 guy. I love F-15s. I have several of them at the house from GWS. I've modded. Yes. We, we have a podcast that talks about, you know, the modded uh, GWS airplane. That yes. And I fell in love with that because it, you know, just so amazing. Just about the time I was ready to click on the buy now, you came out with, the, you know, something new. And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Jay sends me something that right. says, hey, did you buy that yet? No. Right. Oh, check this out. You That's know, right. it just seems to be getting bigger and better and more detailed. And yeah. Just, it's well, amazing. I mean, think about it. Back in the days, what, 10, 15 years ago, I mean. If you wanted an A10, it was the old GWS A10. Oh, that's yeah. all you had, right? Yeah. With the so, fixed gear. So I had the GWS A10s. I had the Guan Lee one from Nitro Planes. And at the time, it was the most exciting thing ever because it was an A10. They were sure. pretty crude. Right. And the fans were noisy and unbalanced. But had to wind the rubber up yeah. to make them go. At, that's right. At, at, but at the time, I mean, that was one of the neatest things. And those little planes brought a lot of attention and, and got people fired up about the hobby. So, right. Uh, what we're doing now is we're taking that and just taking it to another level and making it more refined, more realistic, uh, more user-friendly, more reliable, more robust. Because we had the spindly little wire gear on the old GDWS ones. If you had <laughs> yeah, a heart landing, right. you'd snap that wire. Oh, yeah. RV, you know. I just took them all off. I never flew with those. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah so. They fell off anyway. So. Exactly. With two screws that held them on, yeah. a little plastic piece. Yeah, yeah I had the same problem that you do, which is it's difficult to know what to get. And then I just end up buying usually one of everything. And then I tell people I have probably the most well-insulated home in California. <laughs> <laughs> I have so much So much foam. So yeah, much foam. <laughs> it's not even funny. It's uh, nice and warm yeah, in here. You know, That's home a good de- idea. Home Depot is like, can you give us some of that back? Please? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, Jay always makes fun of me having a couple of uh, Chinese villages named after me over there because I buy so much RC. Yeah. I have pretty much a whole shop. Bonesville. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what I tell. I joke with guys all the time at the field, especially the summertime. I said, the advantage I have with my phone is I can keep drinks cold during the day. <laughs> That's right. Just put them in the cockpit. <laughs> right. yeah. Now, I noticed you had a little pilot. Does that come standard with the uh, – or did no, you put that they in They do. There? Yeah. They all come standard with pilots. Little pilots. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. It's all those little touches make the difference, don't Yeah, they, they do make a huge difference. And uh, they, it comes in one box. Right. comes in one box. And in the case of, uh, let's go back to just talking about the quality of the equipment. Uh, the A-10 uh, has got the most robust landing gear I've ever seen on a foamy. And uh, you go to push on this thing, and it just, it's got trailing links on the mains and on right. the nose. And it just, the thing is, it looks like it's on shock absorbers. It is right. it's just really, really neat. Now, they c- it comes with springs and bearings. It and does. Everything is all there. And what I love about that airplane is it's going to open it up for a lot of people. So right. if you're flying strictly off a grass field or unimproved runway, there you go. Uh, that's the hard part about the hobby is a lot of times airplanes are designed for smooth paved surfaces, right. Right? right? So, And I think the grass guys over the years have kind of been left out unless you're buying something like a multiplex cub or whatever with big wheels right. on it. Yeah, my, my big tender wheels. Are yeah, absolutely cub, yeah. right. So uh, – that's another thing that's got to be pretty fired up is there are a bunch of folks now on RC groups and on the Hobby Squawk Forum, on, our, on Motion RC Hobby Squawk Forum, that are fired up about this particular airplane because they're going to be able to fly it off of their field with no worries. Right. And the yeah. guys who are attempting to fly jets off of grass have had a lot of problems with retracks. Right. Grass is pretty tough, right. especially when it's damp and things are soft and sure. whatever. But, uh, yeah, we've got a, a great airplane for folks, and I am tickled. That's the neat thing about it is I'll get to fly this thing for several months, and then when they finally go out to the field, I just like to walk around and see people talk about their airplane, right? Nice. right. And you realize all that time and energy that the entire motion and free wing team have put into these products has paid off with satisfied customers. And um, 
that's the best part about this whole thing is, you know, as I tell my daughter all the time, I'm not getting any younger. I'm 47 years old. So right now I'm enjoying the hobby at a really high level and just thankful for it. But one day I'm going to be the old guy flying the Cub all the time. That's what I brought the Cub. The I'm going to be that guy. But I love the Cub, and I'll be quite happy sitting in my chair flying my sure. Cub as an older guy. But, <laughs> but to, to interact with folks at the field, especially the young kids who uh, – there's days I'll go to the field and there will be a kid who's flown on a flight simulator – and that's been it. And he'll come out with his airplane for the very first time. And, I mean, you think the kid's been flying five years. Yeah, right? it's, it's just so proficient in, yeah. in the groove right off the bat. And I'm just blown away. We have a 14-year-old at Apollo Field in Van Nuys who's flying turbines now. And he's flying. He's doing inverted passes with turbines at probably four to five inches off the deck, all wow. the way from one end to the other. And I sit there as a fan with my jaw wide open going, this is why I do this. This is right. why I'm in it. Because I'm still getting fired up. About the hobby, you know, sure. and I'm still a yeah. big kid. And the day that I lose that, I need to go fishing or something. You know what I mean? And <laughs> I pick up a new hobby. Yeah, and I'm not going to do it. And this this is the hobby is the reason why I have I had my 24 you know 28 year Air Force career. I'm the KC 46 logistics manager at Edwards Air Force Base, and I tell folks all the time, if it wasn't for my love of model aviation, I, I, who knows what I could be doing? I could be. I hear a, that a yeah. bagger at you know grocery store. What you know, <laughs> fries with that? Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Ding, fries are done. Yeah. I, I told my daughter I'd be Jeff Spicoli. It's like, hey, bud. <laughs> We're sitting on the beach. That's right. Here's All right, Tony. I, shut up and take my money. What, how, do, how do I get one yeah, of these? How do, how do I, I get one? on the list? So, how do I how do I find the secret door? So uh, right now the pre-orders have not been announced yet, but we're weeks away right now. So yeah, these airplanes are already in production. And so yeah, folks have been asking us quite a bit. When can we expect to see the Spitfire, the Avanti, and the A10? And you know, the best answer I can give them right now is hopefully early April is the plan of attack. You've got the airplanes in production, then you've got about a, a month on the water to get them across, and then hopefully no delays at customs, and then you get them to your front door. So all I've been telling guys, save, 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 right? Because yeah. you've got three phenomenal airplanes coming your way, and they're all worth every penny. Right, and they're going to go quick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah go the quick. A-10 pre-order was just announced, and that's going to be uh, four ninety nine for that big airplane, which is just incredible. Amazing. Yeah. So, uh, needless to say, I've already told my daughter I'll have two. Thank you very much. <laughs> we've, we've already scheduled Jay for his uh, kidney extraction. That's right. He's selling a kidney to yeah. get one. But yeah, the, and uh, I, I have to have two because, honestly, I, you know, we and – I, and, I, and I mean this in all, all seriousness. Oh, okay. Uh, when I was with the A-10, uh, we, were, we uh, closed down RAF Bentwaters in Woodbridge in the U.K. Oh, right. Gotcha. And uh, we went from the Euro Green scheme, and then we repainted the airplanes gray before we sent them over to Spangdahl in Germany and then some of them down to DM. So I watched that transition. So I right. still have a soft spot spot for the old Euro Green scheme, the Cold sure. War scheme. Sure. Uh, the only drawback is that you're gonna have to fly probably in cooler conditions because you know with darker paints they tend to popcorn the foam a bit. But yeah. it's got to do it. Yeah, you, know, you got to. You know, and we love to do heritage flights. So to be able to fly them a couple of them in formation in different color schemes and markings, uh, that to me is. Probably the most exciting thing about what we can do with these foam planes is that instead of looking down the flight lane and they're all looking the same, is you break out your airbrush and you get your markings from Cali or what have you and make it your own. Yep, sure. And there's, as a matter of fact, there's a, there's a MiG-21 down there that's repainted in a camo scheme, and I've seen a, a few others redone. And that just makes me smile because everybody's personalized their airplanes, and that's, that's why we do this. That is amazing. Yeah, we're excited. So, uh, well, we're uh, we're looking forward to some more uh, flights with your uh, your 
your group here because uh, you guys brought a lot of a lot of product out. Yeah, it brought about this. Uh, those are my personal airplanes, and I just love to, <laughs> <laughs> I love to bring Folks, them. Let me tell you, you know, it's taking up a, a little third over yeah, there. Pretty uh, much the entire. That's my personal collection. Uh, oh, the, the stuff that the, for the for the business is over there. Yeah, it is, <laughs> and it's it, it's they're fun and easy to transport. I you know I tell people if you look in the back of our van, I've got the best bedding. Here at the field. <laughs> more blankets than you can imagine. Because I get that question morning. How do you get 15 airplanes to an event without damaging them? And honestly, it, with years of moving in the Air Force, very carefully, you just sure. layer them with cheap $20 blankets from Walmart. There you, you go. Just, you alternate them up and down, invert it right side up, and they fit in there beautifully. And it's neat about the padded quilted blankets is they absorb a lot of the movements. You yeah, don't get that's a lot true. Of you don't damage. get a lot of road rash. Yes. It's amazing you got that all in the Honda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> believe it or not, in my Civic, I've had something. I've had 12 in the Civic, believe it or not. So uh, if there's, yeah, that's an OCD thing, and I get bored easily, so I have to bring a variety. Otherwise, I, you know, I get tired and bored of the same thing all the time. So. Yeah, no doubt. We hear you. Yeah, it's a passion. It's an addiction, isn't it? I think a lot it, it of us is. have it's it. It is. It's a sickness. It know, is. We have it. We, we pass it along. Yeah, yeah. you're not helping. It's yeah. a good, clean hobby, though, right? It is yeah, a clean hobby. It keeps me out of trouble. So. Yeah, that's true. Well, since I fly off of grass, I think I'm going to probably stand in line for that A-10 because it is just amazing. He didn't talk you out of it? Uh, no. no, <laughs> Oh, no. no. So oh, no. It's, it's definitely going to be in there. And I, I think okay. that F-14 is probably on my Christmas list, too, just uh, FYI. So, you know. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry. I think I'm going to get one. Yeah. So. If we need to take up a collection for you, we'll pass the can around. <laughs> that's awful, we're, guys. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to put uh, some up on See, our website. guys, that's this what I love about this hobby. Every, we all help each other. Yeah. yeah. We'll help get a collection and, for and, you. And, and if you're on the fence about the, the Spitfire or the Avanti, we can put you on the sticks and try to get you to oh. pull the trigger on. He's like a crack dealer. Yes. I know, yeah, is, right? I'm, I'm here for you. Right? <laughs> He's like a guy, the guy down in the, in the van by the river. Yeah. Come on, kids. Yeah. You want a little candy? Right. <laughs> we provide therapy as well. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to go down and see Tony. <laughs> yeah, Tony. Tony's on back. <laughs> it's, all, it's all love, man. It's all love. We're, we're all brothers and sisters in this hobby, you know, and, and you. we're all just – look at us now. I mean, we're all grinning from ear to ear. Oh, right? yeah. Right. Well, we can't help it. It's just I mean, think, I, tell, I told my, my daughter this morning, I said, I could be at work right now. But I'm here in Arizona flying airplanes. Yeah. How cool is this? <laughs> that is great. Cool. You know, it's a seven cool. and a half hour drive from us. And I, we were like, kids, we can't wait to get to the field. We can't wait to get, you know, we're just pumped. Well, well, listen, we appreciate you being on the Park Fire Podcast. Well. Thanks, man. For having thanks me, for taking uh, a little bit of your time. Oh, sit and I appreciate your service as well. Man, I appreciate oh, yeah. yours Thank too. You and it's much. an honor to spend some time with you guys because I see your enthusiasm. I see what you're doing for the hobby, and it's all good, man. I really yeah, appreciate, we appreciate your time you. and your devotion to the hobby. Thanks. Thanks. Well, let's, we're going to have to sit here and. Watch you crank up some more planes yeah, no and, doubt. and uh, get us more excited. MotionRC.com. MotionRC.com. And visit the Hobby Squawk forums. There's a great conversations there with a great group of folks who are passionate about these airplanes. And what's neat about Hobby Squawk is that it's not just motion products. You talk about anything you want. You buy an e-flight airplane. You buy a, something from you know, Hobby King, wherever. Talk about it. Share your passion with sure. it on those forums, and there's a bunch of good folks. you got great moderators that keep an eye on things because sometimes on forums it get a little bit out of control at times, right. and they all have passions, but we want to keep it fun and exciting for folks. So. Okay. Well, you heard it here, folks, from Tony. Yeah. Words of wisdom. That's right. right. Yeah. Can't go wrong with that. Motion RC. Those guys, uh, how do you like it so far here at the Electric Fest? Uh, this is your first year, uh, right? This is, this is the first time I've come to this festival. I was here uh, two and a half years ago for uh, Arizona Jets. Oh, right. And, uh, of course, the only time I ever seen Superstition Field was on a re real flight simulator. So, <laughs> <laughs> so to actually, yeah, to actually right. come here and fly here, it's it's a, an amazing field. Great folks, a great host to put on a, a phenomenal event. And even with a little bit of approaching weather, the place is filled up. 
Yeah, People are still out yeah. here having a great time. And this is Friday. Saturday should be, unless the weather yeah. gets really bad, right. Saturdays, it's yeah. jam-packed. Yeah, we're committed great. no matter what. We're going to be here for the next two days and loving it. Well, nice. good. It's good to see you, Tony. Thanks for joining us Thanks, on the Park Fire Podcast. All right. Looking forward to seeing us for more fights. Thanks, Thanks right. so Thank much, Jay. So appreciate much. your time. Hey, Jay, we ran into Seth Arnold from Flex Innovations. This is fantastic. We met this guy last year. And just minding our own business, he says, hey, you want to fly a plane? <laughs> well, I thought he was the head of van. He wanted, hey, come on over, kids. <laughs> Check out this plane. Yes. And uh, we go over there. We fly this plane. And it had this neat little feature in it. And the next thing I know, we're walking away with a couple of little boxes <laughs> and a little less cash in our pockets. Yes. Big-ass smiles on our faces. Exactly. Seth, welcome to the Park Fire Podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, so we walked away with uh, the new Aura 8. I mm-hmm. think is what it was. And uh, tell us a little bit about what that is. Yeah, so basically it's our uh, stabilization system. Uh, we've done a lot of work with Joe, who's based here in Arizona, and uh, we're in uh, Venice, Florida. We've done a lot of work to try to create a stabilization system that doesn't really feel unnatural or have a strange feeling like a lot of guys feel like a lot of the gyro systems nowadays do. Uh, so we wanted the base goal of that system was to be totally natural but help make flying just more fun. You can fly more wind. Uh, but it's totally versatile. It works with many different receiver types and transmitter types. So you can run Fataba, you can run Spectrum, you can run JR, Gropner, Jetty. Uh, you can pretty much run anything you want with it, and it'll function and, and uh, have a good experience for everybody. Yeah, I was I was pretty impressed because uh, when when we flew the was it the QQ three hundred? I think is what you brought mm-hmm. last year. The uh, we flew that one around, and uh, you can vary the gain on it where you can have no gyro, or you can have a little bit, or a lot. And uh, I was I was surprised because I have I have gyros on some of my other 3D airplanes, and they're I want to say a little quirky. You know, that it's either too much, not enough. This one was so smooth; it was like very linear to me, like butter. It was like butter, and it, it uh, now I have it on my uh, Hangar Nine, my Katana, and uh, it, it it just is amazing. I love flying the Katana with this uh, this Aura Eight. It, it's it's a really killer. And uh, now you you guys have some new product coming out too right yeah we're always uh doing new stuff the latest and greatest two things we have is the mamba 10 so it's a mini version of the big mamba it's similar size to the extra 300 uh so it runs on a 3s 2200 very similar size to the extra 300 but uh totally cool airplane we're we're excited about it that one should be here in about seven weeks um and then we also have the 35 cc yak 54 kind of an old school throwback to kike's old uh kike aircraft company a lot of people know about right um but he totally revamped pretty much what he's learned from the many years of doing yaks and made an right. awesome killer 35cc airplane. So it's a lot of fun to fly. And that one comes out when? Uh, those ones are on the way. Uh, those should be here uh, really soon, actually. We're hoping uh, middle We're to late March. on the slow boat from China. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> on so, the water, I think is what they call that, right? Yeah, right. Yes, it's over the yep, water. on the rocky water. There you go. Now, you have this big airplane here, too. Uh, is that a Cub? Uh, so we have the Cessna 170. Uh, it's something we released, uh, I guess, early summer last year. We took it to Ceph and whatnot in April last year. Uh, we've been shipping that one for a while. Uh, we have two versions of that. That one is a uh, day version and a night version. The night version has a bunch of internal LEDs all installed in the wings and fuselage, Ooh. so it lights up real bright at night and almost sometimes easier to see at night than it is to see the day one during the day. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's a pretty big... Uh, aircraft. So yeah, that yeah, thing's not small. That, if you can't see that during the day, you got problems. Yeah, for sure. How, how far is how wide is the wingspan? Uh, I, believe, I believe the wingspan's around 86 inches. Yeah, 86 so or 87. Yep. I, my cub right there, I think, is 80, 81. 
but uh, that's pretty impressive too. It's all foam. Yep, all foam. So you know, there's some carbon and different things in it. Halloween construction, like the QQ300, to try to keep it light. And the goal of that's kind of a friendly, gentle airplane, but you can also turn up the heat and do some 3D and some crazy Ooh, stuff with like it too. That. So that's amazing. So, and we do a lot of park flying. So uh, obviously, your Mamba 70, which is the big gas motor, that thing was amazing. It's got some really cool features with that Aura 8 in it, and this big. Uh, 170 are a little too big for the park, but uh, the Q, the QQ 300 and the Mamba 10. And did you have any anything else that's like park flying size? Uh, so not at this not at this point. The the QQ 300 and the and the Mamba 10 are the current offerings we have. In that we're always doing new stuff, so you know always look out and see what we have well, coming. And that's, and that's a really great because we're we're always seeing the same old thing, and it's nice thing to come come down here and see that you have new products and you're trying you know you're listening to your customers you're listening to the folks and you're putting out new things that what they want i love that yeah it's it's amazing so now uh the aura 8 are you uh is that's pretty much your your signature product are you getting anything bigger more channels uh, uh, I mean, I, I can't really say anything now. We're always working on new stuff. Um, the Aura fair. 8. That's squirrel stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Top secret Area 51 stuff. Um, Don't look behind the curtain. <laughs> right, that's right. But we're always working on new stuff. We're aware of some of the shortcomings with larger models and things with right. the Aura. Um, so nothing coming soon down the pipe, but hopefully uh, we'll have something later on. Well, it's an amazing product. We appreciate you taking a few minutes out of your day to uh, to come talk with us here on the Park Fire Podcast. Sure. Thank you guys for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah. Where, uh, where can they go? Uh, the website? Yep. Flexinnovations.com. That's flexinnovations with an S on the end, uh, okay. dot com. And if they have any questions, they can always give us a call. Our phone number's on there or shoot us an email as well. Yeah. I have to say uh, to our listeners that uh, these guys have been great as far as the uh, customer service. Uh, you know, when I, when I bought mine, I had... Couple of questions, took it over there. Right, guys had. Oh yeah, we'll just do this, and and you guys are really good at it. So yep. we appreciate that because so many days or so many times nowadays, you know, you buy something and you'll never hear back yeah. from the guy. Call that up sold. And you, all you hear is crickets. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. So or or it's some guy in China you don't have his number. So, that's yeah. right. Yeah, that's what the one thing. Want? That's the one thing we're we're big focused on. You know, we're hobbyists ourselves. We understand the frustration sure. and things, and we've helped set up a lot of airplanes over the phone with people or in the field and stuff. So we understand that some things can. Maybe not quite go always or the way you want, or sometimes it's a little confusing at first, but Absolutely. we're always there for the guys that uh, buy our products. Well, uh, thanks for coming out to the Electro Festivals. We, it's always so. enjoying seeing you, Aaron. We appreciate you taking your time with us. No problem. Thank you. Uh-huh. Thank you. Well, Jay, that pretty much wraps up uh, day one for the Electric Festival. It's been a good day today. It was a good day today, Mike. A little windy, a little windier than some of the other uh, festivals we've been at, but uh, still it was very enjoyable and exciting. It was exciting. We had a great opportunity to uh, talk to a few folks as well. Uh, Shannon was our uh, contest director. He did a good interview with us. Yeah, and Tony from uh, Motion RC, very exciting guy, uh, a vet like myself, and uh, he was great to talk to. Yeah, he was. And we uh, finished up with Seth Arnold today. He was uh, giving us some information on Flex Innovations. Uh, hopefully we'll have a good day tomorrow. I hope so, but the uh, the forecasters it doesn't sound too good. I don't know. We'll see what happens. They're usually wrong. Where I'm from in Alaska, it's uh, they're you know I'm hoping they're going to be like our Alaskan guys. <laughs> well, in Arizona, we're not used to having rain, so maybe we'll uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, it was a good day flying the wings today. I enjoyed that. It was. It was. Even though we had a little mishap helping some guys out with one of the wings. <laughs> yeah, we did, unfortunately. Hopefully there's some good pictures on uh, RC groups. Yeah, last year uh, there's some guys who take photos out there and get some good action action photos of 
planes flying by, mishaps, of course. So uh, there was a few, so maybe they captured. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll have to check it out and uh, take a look. All right. Well, uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow, I suppose. I'll be here right now. All right. We'll see you then. All right. Thanks. You have been listening to the Park Flyer Podcast. Thanks for joining us, and we look forward to your next visit. Please feel free to email your questions, topics, or suggestions to parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com.